Hello, hello, and welcome back to Girl We Gotta Talk. I'm your host, Elena Jakes. Welcome back to another episode. Actually, a surprise episode, a little bonus episode for the week. You guys are welcome. We're, you are blessed by the one and the only Rachel Blake. Welcome. Oh, stop it. Stop <laughs> it. I'm so excited to be back. We are joined by a Bravo expert. Um, I'm sure you guys know her. She's so famous. Um, no, but you guys probably already know Rachel. She is one of my best friends. We lived together for the past two years, which is sad because we're now uh, virtually recording this, but um, she's my Bravo bestie. All we do is talk Bravo. All we do is talk talk pop culture. She's in the know sometimes more than I am and then vice versa. Like we always are sharing stuff with each other. So I was like, you have to come on. We have to do this episode because we just had BravoCon this past weekend. So there's so much to dive into and like just absorb and recap and talk about. So that's what we're going to do today. And then we also have a couple just general pop culture stories that have just been like kind of rocking our world a little bit. Um, that we'll dive into as well. Should we start with those or should we start with Bravo, Rachel? I feel like let's break down what happened the past like week and a half, just really quickly. Cause I know we're going to get stuck, like talking about Bravo and then we're yeah, going gonna- like, <laughs> to, it's going to take up like five hours of our time. <laughs> for sure. For sure. We were like, we don't have too much time, but like, we could probably do this for the entire day and just have you guys like watch a live stream. Cause we would no, just for keep sure. going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. Um, we- Okay, well, let's just quickly run through a few of these stories that have um, hit the hit the world. I don't know. Uh, first off, Travis and Taylor. We all know. We've all seen it. What are your initial thoughts on Travis, um, Kelsey, and Taylor Swift? I am so over it. <laughs> I actually, like, hate it. Like, you know me. I'm a big football girly and, like, I just literally like the first time it was fine. Like, I I think I didn't want to believe it when the rumors came out. It was like Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. There's no way there's simply no way. And then it was true. And then I was like, Ooh, okay. Okay. Let's see how this is going to go. And then the first game that she attended, it was fine. They were showing her in the stands. Now I hate it. Now I hate it. Like it's quite literally consumed all of like, NFL, Sports Center, ESPN, like all the Instagram pages. It's like all the cameramen are like when they pan the camera up to her, and it's like she's doing these handshakes with Brittany Mahomes now. And like Brittany Mahomes just went to New York for like a viewing party with Taylor. And I'm like, this is this is also a lot. Also, a little side note on that. How cool is it for Brittany, who like grew up, like she's only a year and a half older than us, and she grew up like listening to Taylor you know, loving Selena Gomez, watching like Gigi model, like, and now she's like, quote unquote, like in that group. Like for me, that's wild. Now she has these celebrity friends. That's crazy. But the overall Travis and Taylor, I'm over it. I'm simply over it. I, it's, I just want zero more of it in my feed. I, do, I don't want it anymore. Zero more, please. Zero more. Uh, <laughs> I, I was so like, you said like I just didn't really believe it before I saw it I was like this is just people just want this to happen and it's not a thing and the second that we saw them together I was like no freaking way yeah this is no and you know them driving off in the getaway car that all felt like really staged to me but the last couple of games that she's been to I'm like hmm Mm. and like Donna Kelsey you know Donna loves the press the press loves Donna and so she was going out talking about it and she was kind of being like 
a little bit cryptic about well, now it. Like, it's all too much I for her. Know. Yeah. yeah she it's now watch everything she says and does because those Swifties I know. come after you. And that's, and then, ugh, so the much. NFL, I think really thrived for a bit. I mean, it, Taylor Swift is so magical that like, she can, she can literally change the world just by being she in a can. situation. And, and I, she made yeah. women buy NFL jerseys, watch yes. NFL games, yes. get into football, learn the sport so that she yeah. could be like, you know, they could be like Taylor and date a football player and understand like she, right. the way that like this whole coupling changed everything. It's so bizarre to me. I don't know yeah. if they're end game. I'm like, people have their opinions. Are they going to be together forever? Is this like her one? Like, I don't know. I just, I, I'm still, I need more. If this is going to be like legitimate, I need to see more than her just going to a game. Like I need, I need something else. And now she's going on tour. Like her, her, isn't yeah. she on tour again for, yeah. She so is, like her, the international leg. Well, apparently, well, Travis didn't come out and actually say it, but Jason, his brother was asking him like, are you going to, you going to go, you're going to go see her in Argentina. He's like, cause they have a bye week So it's like, oh, well maybe I might go somewhere tropical. I might go somewhere South. So like, he's, he's not going to go. She's been to three of his games. He's not going to go, or he's not going to not go see her on tour. But again, like, I know how like demanding that football schedule is and the practice schedule. And like during training camp, those guys miss a few days, but like they, they, he can't miss anything. And I don't want him to get distracted from the game. Like that's what I also was thinking was like a little much, even when she was at the games, I'm like, how, and I understand like we are seeing like a camera shot of the suite and then like the camera shot of him. And that is super far away. Right. But he still has to know that she's right there like is that in the, it's like high school it's like oh my god my girlfriend's watching me like you're really, like really. are you like more nervous is it distracting like everyone's talking about it your teammates are like oh shit taylor's up there and he's just like yeah like yeah it's very interesting like i wonder if that's actually a i mean he seems to be okay because he's scoring when she's there but to an extent it's got to be distracting like all of this has just got to be noise well you got a super bowl sure. to win babe you know yeah like well, that's the thing. Like I, is it affecting his, his game? Like he was doing really well in Kansas. He hits an away game and he's like, Whoa, little flustered there. But then like, I, I, yeah, like you, I mean, I, the chiefs really, I mean, they're, they're still in it. They're still in it. Everybody's still in it, but like, not everybody, everybody, <laughs> not everybody, yeah. but like, they are, they're still in it, but like how much of it is going to be personally, if I was Travis, I'd be like, get away from me. If we're going to the Super Bowl. like I can't have you or your Swifties around me. I think it was just bold to bring it on during the season. I really do. If it's all, if it's a publicity stunt, congrats, it's really working. And like you've boosted NFL Jersey sales by 400%. You have, you know, boosted the viewings by millions of viewers like that's you you know she's boosted the Kansas City you know just economy in general because so many people are now traveling to the games to see Taylor which is crazy but like, so also, like that's one of her magical powers but mm -hmm. but all in all I'm over it <laughs> it's just been a lot so I'm it's just curious like 
I mean, we, I feel like we're getting a little bit of a break from it right now, just cause she's on tour and we got, she had her little, you know, she had some time off. She had just come yeah. off this like tour. So I think she was just trying to live her life a little bit too, but it, it was a little crazy. I'm just curious how it's going to pan out. Um, okay. Moving on another couple in the news, Courtney and yeah. Travis welcomed their baby Rocky. Okay. Is it, is his middle name 13? Okay. I saw that. I saw that. Rocky really? 13. Rocky 13. Okay. Rocky could be, it could be worse. Like I think Rocky was like a little bit more normal than I thought it could have been more normal. I thought it was going to be like Mickey mouse. That was the theory. It was like Mickey. His name's going to be Mickey. I was like, what? Okay. Cause they love Disney. Yeah. So Rocky threw me for a loop. Do you know anything about the name of, of him? No, other than it's Rocky 13. Okay. Perfect. And I'm just like, I was like looking, I was trying to, you know, but one thing about the Kardashian Jenners, they're going to name the kids whatever they want to name the kids. That's right. Same with other celebrities. But I feel like for Courtney, you know, she has Mason, Penelope, Rain was a little like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, but still a good one. You know, and I think Rocky is like, oh, okay. Like that's, that's actually fine. Mm-hmm. I don't hate it. The 13, I'm just a... Cause it makes me think of like, <laughs> like a, a movie and a sequel. Like, you know what I mean? That's like exactly a, what I thought. Like I, like, I need to know the meaning because I'm, that's exactly what I thought. Hold on. I'm just going to okay. quickly. Cause is Rocky 13. Rocky 13 Parker. The meaning. Hmm. Let's see if this actually. She's a score. He's a Scorpio baby. We love to see that. Rocky George played guitar for the suicidal tendencies and 13 is just the greatest number of all time is what Travis Barker said. Okay. Perfect. Okay. No, thank you, Travis, for that explanation. I feel like I really learned a lot there. Thank you so much. 13 is just the greatest number of all time. Okay. <laughs> perfect. So I'm um, going to my kid that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm happy for them. I know that this was like a super long process. She went through, yeah. um, I like a rough, preg- like a rough pregnancy, a rough labor. Like, um, yeah. so I'm glad they have a happy, healthy baby and maybe yeah. we'll learn more about the meaning of the name on the show, but she's in her, yeah, I her think they're, bubble. She's happy. Yeah. I'm happy for her. I think they're kind of sort of filming right now because our bestie Katie Austin was just at our Chloe's. bestie. Chloe's Fabletics um, workout event yesterday. And she was like, you couldn't have your phones out, but they took a picture together. And then like Chloe was posting and I could see cameras in the background. So it could have just been filmed for Fabletics, but it could also be for the show. Mm -hmm. So curious. I'm curious. I do love them. I do love them. Yeah. In other news, sad news, um, we learned about the passing of Matthew Perry this past, was it last week? Last week. Um, and he was like discovered in his pool in his house. Um, I was so sick when I heard this story. Like, yeah, it was the way that I, it, it was almost like I knew him, like yes. the way that I reacted to it, which I haven't really like. When celebrities like pass away, you always have like a little bit of like a, oh, like it hurts and it's sad yeah. and stuff. But s- for some reason, the learning of his passing was hit me so hard. Yeah. And I think that's what happened like with everybody, because you just feel like 
you know him through friends. You feel like he was like a yeah. part of your childhood, like just growing up and like a part yeah. of your household. Oh my God. How did, where, do you remember where you were when you found out? Yeah. So we were actually in my friend's apartment and we were like getting ready to like go out. And I just open up my phone and I see that. And I was like, I literally, I teared up. I was like, no, like, no. And what am I supposed to do now? I can't go out. Mm -hmm. Like I was so sad because I used to watch friends every single night before bed. Like I've watched the whole, all seasons, like probably upwards of like four times, like start to finish. But then like, it's always on TV. Like, Mm -hmm. It's the such like a comfort show and like, yeah, it's like, I knew him. Yeah. Most definitely did not. But like, I was so sad. I immediately texted my mom because that was like a show we would always watch together. And she was like, no, like, no, you're joking. And I was like, Mm -hmm. absolutely not. Would never joke about that one. Like, it was so sad. It's It's so so sad. And now everybody was like kind of going through his Instagram posts the last couple of weeks leading up to it saying that he like almost knew it was going to happen. He was like giving us, you know, these cryptic clues and stuff. And like the last photo on his Instagram was him in his pool or in his jacuzzi. Um, And I don't know, it's really sad because he's obviously dealt with like a lot of, you know, addiction. He was an alcoholic and you know what really like pains me? He just did a book tour and he just came to DC like very, like not very recently, but like in the last year. And I thought about getting tickets just to be like, oh my gosh, I got to see Matthew Perry. And I knew it was just going to be him sitting on the stage talking about the book and stuff. But I was like, maybe I'll just get the book. Like maybe I'll go. Cause I I remember getting an ad for it and I was like, hmm. And I just never did. And so when I was like, you know, all over the internet about this. Everybody is basically saying the same thing. Like, I wish that we had read his book before this and not after. Cause now everybody, when someone dies like this, then they kind of like hyper fixate on that person and they want to do everything like, and so now everybody's reading the book and like learning about his, you know, his struggles and stuff. And it's just so sad that he was just dealing with this like constantly, but he seemed to be in an okay place. Apparently he was like, he played pickleball twice a day. He loved it. And on the day that he passed, he played for, he only played once and he left early. Yeah. Um, so I'm just like, Oh, just so sad. Yeah. I, I almost like kind of hate when celebrities die and then all of these people come out of the woodworks with all their like conspiracy theories about yes. it but I'm just like can we can we Let not rest flood? yeah can we not flood social media with all this can we just please like for the sake of like his family and friends like leave this alone for a minute I mean I get it when you people are like comparing the last chapter of his book which was like Batman and then the he was not on social media and then every single day he posted for like the last five days or whatever and it's it, everything had to do with Batman. People are like, oh, he knew it was coming. But then you have like, I guess the full like autopsy and cause of death hasn't been revealed, but it no foul play was like, yeah, part of it. So you're just like, like, can we just wait? Can we just wait till we have everything? And then there was like the whole story about like, um, Lisa or Phoebe on the show was gonna like adopt, adopt his, dog. his dog. Yeah. But then they came out and they were like, there's no dog to adopt. She's not doing that. And I was like, how do we, how did we get, we made that whole thing up. We, how did that happen? 
So at, you just see you people just like put out these stories and we know word travels fast. And it's like, if you have an account with a bunch of followers, that's going to get shared. It's going to reach millions of people in 10 seconds. And it's like, can we just, can we just chill for a second? Can we let the professionals, you know, deal with this and, you know, the autopsies and everything else. And then can we let his family just have a second? Mm -hmm. I feel really bad for the cast. I mean, obviously for his friends and family and everybody, but the cast, I know, like, I've heard reports that like Jennifer Aniston is like taking this incredibly hard and is like super, super not doing well. And um, <clears throat> I just feel bad for them and like, you know, what they have yeah. to, they were also family, you know, that show mm -hmm. for so long and they are, were together every day, all day. And it never really, you know, stopped. They all kept in touch every day. It's just really sad all in yeah. all. So sad. Rest in yeah. peace. We love you, Matthew Perry. He's yeah. also like definitely the funniest person on the show. Yeah. So. Like, thanks for always making me laugh, Chandler. Yeah. Also, I love that he um, apparently wanted Zac Efron to play him in a biopic. So I heard that. For that. To that, I say. For that. <laughs> and yay. for that, you win. <laughs> um, great choice, Matthew Perry. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So some sad news, but I guess with that, let's dive into maybe some happier news. That's kind of kept us afloat. Bravo con baby. Bravo con baby. The thing about Bravo con for the last two years, you and I have said we're going and you know, what's crazy is like, we didn't go, didn't but go. I feel like we were there. We, the way that they are producing this content for people that yeah. aren't there and they are just constantly posting videos. We're seeing clips from all of our favorite pages that we follow. Um, best of Bravo, Bravo Betches, like all these pages. Everything. I feel like we were there. We just had like a free ticket. Ooh, it was great. Sure. Front row seat. I had a front row seat to everything. Mm -hmm. It was incredible. Don't get me wrong. I would love to be there. And I actually heard a lot of people say they loved it more in Vegas than New yeah. York. So I hope they go back to Vegas next year, which Vegas did post something about like, so excited to do it again next year, whatever. And which could just be like, you know, whatever them just saying it, but I hope it is in Vegas. And if it is, we're going actually, we're going. No matter what, we're going because after- I kind of wanted to be in Vegas though, because I feel like what people have said is that it's so much more spaced out and yeah. you're able to like walk around and it's more of a convention. Whereas yeah. like New York was really cramped. They didn't have a lot of space to work with. And I don't know. I just, God, we have to go. We're going regardless, yeah. but- We simply have to go. Well, even though we weren't there, we have a lot to talk about. Um, we kind of pulled some of our favorite um, stories that happened over the weekend and just stuff that like you and I need, need to hash out because we have, there's just, there's just a lot. There's a lot. Um, I think we just started right off with the whole Kyle and Mauricio of it all, because not necessarily, it didn't necessarily happen at BravoCon, but has something to do with obviously Bravo. And this is probably your and I's favorite couple on Bravo. And 1, without a doubt, our favorite couple, we love them, love them. And mm -hmm. obviously they're kind of going through a bit of a separation right now. There's been a lot of news about them. We've kind of seen that through over the last you know couple of months, but now he's on dancing with the stars, Mauricio. Yeah. And that kind of, I think, stirred the pot a little bit more with his partner, even though that was nothing. Yeah. Um, she went on watch what happens live saying that like seeing Mauricio hold hands with his partner really upset her, even though she's the one that started the breakup. 
She, yes, she's the And one she's been fueling the rumors with her and Morgan Wade. So I'm like, baby girl, you can't be upset about it. Yeah. No, no the math is not mathing. No, I was, we love Kyle and Mauricio. And of course, we obviously don't know what is going on behind closed doors in their world. Obviously, Kyle pushed for this. But like, yeah, I got a little irritated with Kyle because I was like, girl, you just you just did a music video with Morgan Wade where y'all are basically making out. Mm-hmm. You're jetting off to all of her shows. She's sitting on your lap. You're sitting on her lap. You guys are getting each other's like initials tattooed on you. But then Mo goes out and just holds his hand, holds his partner's hand. Like, what? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know what's going fun. on with them. It's even like the first couple of episodes of Beverly Hills, seeing the way that she, the, the first episode, I'll say, the way that she acted yeah. with him was like, honestly, to me, it felt very like, almost like she was like a rebellion, a rebelling teenager. She's yeah. like, no, you can't tell me what to do. I'm going to get more tattoos and like crossing your arms. Like you can't, I'm, you're not the boss of me. And he's like, babe, I'm your husband. Like, I, I'm not telling yeah. you, you can't do it, but like, we're, you're, what? Yeah, it just it felt just, very bizarre to me. The first, the first episode for sure, I was like, I texted you and I was like, "Oof, have you watched?" I'm not really sure. I'm loving Kyle's attitude. Like, I just, and I know there have been rumors about Mo in the past and past allegations and all that stuff, but like specifically to that episode, I was just like, Kyle's attitude is just not it. Which again could be because of everything that's going on, but it's like. What her one comment about like, well, maybe you should look at my body more. It was like those kind of jabs of like a uh, high school relationship. Yes. A like, college. Like, it's just like, it's the pettiness. And I'm like, mm, why are we doing this? And I know it's for good TV and you need a storyline and everything, but like, why are we that it's Kyle and Mo? What are we yeah. doing? It felt very like misplaced because Kyle and Mo have always been a couple that is super like, I feel like sexual and like super passionate and they just love each other so much that like a comment like that felt very wrong. Like it, like she was lying almost like, look at my body more. Like she, like, I feel like she pulled that out of thin air. I'm sure he's looking at your body constantly. I'm sure like that's not the issue here. Um, I feel like she's the one pulling away and I think she's having like a midlife crisis to be honest. Um, and like, I'm all for, you know, finding yourself, exploring yourself, whatever, but like, I just cannot, I don't think that there's a world in my opinion where Mo is the villain. Like I just, and I understand that like, maybe there were some stories in the past couple of years or whatever it is. I don't even remember them, but I just cannot see him being the villain. Yeah. I, I think, and I saw something actually this morning because she did tear up and like kind of cry on the couch at BravoCon, but like, I think, I, I mean, Mo and like the agency that has really taken off. I mean, after the show, he's opening up locations all over the world. Like they're opening one in Portugal. Like they just opened a few more in the States. And I think that they, I think sometimes this happens like with couples is everybody's so busy and so focused on the kids when they're younger and all the sports schedules. And then you have like for them, like filming and Mo's building his, um, you know, brokerage and all of these things that when he was gone and Kyle briefly touched on this, like he was away for so long, he was traveling every week. He was home, you know, one night out of the week. 
then that, you know, you, that was your whole life growing up. And I think what kind of maybe kept things intact for them was because of how young Portia was. And then now Portia is a teenager and she's 15 now, like now, you know, she's kind of, she's self-sufficient and maybe now Kyle is like, whoa, everything we were doing was for the kids and for our brand. And now she's like, she has downtime. And I feel like maybe that is where she started spiraling because we all know mm -hmm. Kyle she's be doing something. She's a busy bee, but maybe she didn't have anything. So now she's like, what do I do? Who am I? What was my whole life? You know how you just like start for to sure, for sure. Play? Like, I don't know, but she was saying, um, at BravoCon that like Farah is the only one who has moved out. And so, um, Alexia, Sophia and Portia all still live at home. So it's like the family group chats, like who's going to be home for dinner tonight and who's going to, so like, there still is that like family aspect, but she's like her and Mo are on different levels and different beds. And that's weird. I don't like that for that. It's really weird. It's really sad. I feel like it is common though, to have that, like moment in your life especially after when like yeah you've raised all your kids like it's yeah. it's the moment where you look at your husband and you're like oh shit like we're married and we have a life and now what do we do like that yeah. kind of thing and, and I understand that like I I I'm not there yet obviously we are not that age we haven't <laughs> raised a family but no. I know that that's a common thing and like I yeah. feel for them because it's like wait, who am I again? And now she's getting super into the fitness thing and like not drinking anymore. And I think she's just trying to figure out who she is without being a mom maybe and being yeah. a wife, but God damn, I, this is like my favorite family. So I'm like, I'm just devastated. I just don't know what to do with myself. No, I'm super upset about it. And I'm just, she said something. Um, uh, and she was like, I just want to be able to like fix it, but like, I can't. And cause we all know Kyle's a fixer, but like that hurt. And then she started crying. And then I was like, ugh. like, cause she said something about on like one of the carpets before an event, she used the word divorce, but then she went into one of the panels and she was like, I just didn't mean to say that it, it's, we're still just separated. We have, we're not divorced, but like when she said the D word, I was like, oh, hate that. You hate, hate to see it. I know. Yeah. I really hope that like, I don't know if this is like realistic to think, but I hope that whatever this is, is what they needed. And then they're going to stay together. That's my like naive way of thinking about it. Just cause I can't imagine seeing like this family break like that. Right. Um, but God, I mean, I love Kyle at the end of the day, like whatever she's going through, she's going through, but. Oh, so I just hate it. I just hate it. Because I tell you the moment either one of them gets another partner, I'm going to lose it. I'm no, going I'm, to that's what I'm saying. Like, and even seeing him hold hands with Emma, his partner, I was like, I don't think that that's anything, but even seeing no. that like gave me like the heebie jeebie. I'm like, no, no, no. What are you doing? I'm like, Hey, don't do that. Hey, don't do that. <laughs> uh, well, we'll just keep eyes on what's going on because yeah. I mean, as we always do. Um, um okay. Let's go into, so many there's so much to go into so many on my list <laughs> um let's jump into another couple that's kind of had a rocky last couple of months carl and Lindsay um from summer house so basically long story short Lindsay and carl got engaged was it last summer last summer and they had been planning this wedding together um started filming again and basically the story is that carl brought cameras in Basically, the had ended. 
filming had ended. Carl Lindsay stopped talking for about three days. They got into some fight or something. And on the third or fourth day, he called producers, called the crew and had a sit down conversation with Lindsay on camera to basically be like, I don't want to be with you anymore. I want to call this off. And Lindsay obviously did not react well and said like, okay, well then like, fuck you, fuck this, like got really upset and they called the engagement off. Um, and it was really crazy because the thing about Bravo and BravoCon is number one, when you're on Bravo, yes, it's a reality show, but it's also your life. Like everything's being filmed. These are real people in real relationships. And I think like, it's so easy for us as viewers and fans to be like, oh my gosh, you know, this is so entertaining for us, blah, blah, blah. But like, this was a real engagement and like that was going to lead to a real wedding that Carl pulled in cameras to film him dumping her and calling it off, which is so beyond insane to me. Um, And so at BravoCon, you know, you have to, this is so unusual, but you have to see your ex-boyfriend. You have to see your ex-fiance. Like you have to be in the same room with these people because it's work. (laughs) So they were on stage together for like the first time since I guess they called this off. Um, and I just felt bad because I know Lindsay was uncomfortable. She said she was super nervous and she was shaking. Um, yeah. But the whole story of it all and him basically calling it off was shared on Nick Vile's podcast, which I feel like you have more intel on. But it really like gave us the inside scoop on like what Carl was actually doing behind the scenes and like how it all played out. Yeah, I mean, I just... First of all, like Carl and Zay, I always just thought was a weird couple. I just never felt like it was like genuine. I wasn't always the biggest fan of Lindsay on Summer House. I just think sometimes, you know, her, what she wanted to say or do was genuine, but the way, you know, her delivery just never hit. It never hit. And sometimes, you know, she really loved Carl. So she was always like taking his side. And I was like, babe, especially last season, I was like, now Danielle is crazy, <laughs> but like, it's like, that's your best friend. She, of course, she's heard that she wasn't involved in the engagement, whether like, cause I know we've talked about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I better be involved. But even <laughs> if I'm not there in that moment, I don't yeah. want to be surprised and be told 10 minutes before it's happening or 10 minutes before I have to go meet you at the engagement party that you just got engaged. Like, I know everybody has different thoughts, but like, if you guys are like, and they are best friends. Yeah. I don't know. I, to I totally understood out. Danielle's side on that. Like it was yeah. seeing the reunion but, and seeing how hurt she was about it all. Like having to like relay all that. I was like, she's very much in the right here. Yeah. She should be upset. Yeah. And that's like having, that's like having, I don't know, like one of TJ's friends tell me that you're getting engaged in this moment and we have to go meet you in 30 minutes. I would, I would not be the happiest camper. I'll tell mm-hmm. you that. Yeah. I would not be the happiest camper. Um, yeah. But like Lindsay was, um, I think she's in a very clear, you know, has a very clear mindset right now, actually. But she said that they didn't really fight all summer. Um, I'm reading some like bullet points off of the, the interview itself, but like they didn't fight all summer. Last two weeks were tough. She, you know, like you touched on, they kind of took like a break living in the same apartment wasn't they were like hiding from each other kind of thing then so the whole thing when like carl called the producers everybody received a text that was like we're filming tomorrow and Lindsay went to carl and was like what do you think this is about and he played dumb and he played dumb come on like 
she was like, what's going on? And then her wheel started turning because then like, she said like the morning before they filmed, he was like, I don't know, yelling at her or like just saying some mean things. And she now looking back is like, he was definitely like hyping himself up. Like maybe like before he said that and then like before filming started. And then she was like, maybe he wanted me to fight. But she was like, if you were going to come to me and tell me that it's off, not that you want to postpone it, but like that it's off, then you're breaking up with me. So like it's done. Mm-hmm. It's done. We'll figure this out. But like, she's like, I'm not going to fight for that. You're not going to do that to me. And uh, props to her. Like, I feel really bad for her in this whole situation because as much as I didn't like them as a couple and I felt like Carl wasn't in it, I know that Lindsay was. Yeah. Like, that sucks. Now she has to pick up the pieces. I mean, she's still living in the apartment and they only text if like he needs to come get something. But like, that that just sucks. And I hope that like, I think now it's going to be really, it's kind of like when the whole, um, the whole, um, scandal thing broke out. It's like, we had already watched Vanderpump rules. Right. And we were, then we had, then we knew that came out and then we had to go back and we were like, Oh my God, look at all these little like hidden eggs. And now I feel like it's going to be like that this season of summer house. Yeah. It's going to be gold. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be watching and see a fight and we're going to be like, Mm. or we're gonna see Carl do something where they're like mm, he really mm. was actually wasn't in it this whole season so. it's so crazy because even like when like you were saying earlier I never really saw them doing this yeah like this felt very out of the blue so then yeah. when they called it off I was like that makes sense but the way that he went about it and the way that this all went down is so crazy to me like he knew he was not going to marry her so like, what was the, like, what were you doing? Like, it's just, yeah. Watching it this season is going to be very interesting. Yeah. It's like, this is a show, but it's your life. What are you doing? You're Mm -hmm. wasting your time. You're wasting both. both And uh, Lindsay said that she didn't give the engagement ring back. She pawned it, sold it to her jeweler. So like incredible collector check. Um, Yeah. Yeah. She also said that she was like, um, she was like, yeah, Carl was like, so how should we tell everybody? Like, how should we let the guests know that there is no wedding? And she was like, that's on you, babe. Mm-hmm. You did this, you figure out a way to tell them. She's like, I'm not doing this, but it sucks because when you get that far along, like they were supposed to get married this fall, right? Like, yeah, like very, like she, like, I think they called it off like way too close. They did because the they were losing yeah. money on the venue, the caterers, like literally everything. Mm-hmm. Also all the family that's like flying in all the plane tickets that were bought. She's like, yeah, dude. go ahead and say that you go tell all of the guests why. And then he came up with this BS email, atrocious and saying it was a mutual decision, blah, blah, blah. And I'm glad that like, Lindsay was like, absolutely not. It was not mutual. He did this, but I'm glad she didn't say too much too soon. And she like got her moment to literally yeah. lay everything out there because now it just makes sense. It mm-hmm. just makes sense. So that really sucks, but I do, I do love that for her. And I really hope that she finds somebody not in Bravo. Like, I think she needs like a real like man to like handle her. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Totally. And I just, I I don't think he's on Bravo. (laughs) Can't think of one of them. She needs a businessman, Bo. She needs somebody that can just like roll with her, take her aggression. She's so like intense yeah. And she just needs somebody to be like, that's super secure in himself. And that knows like, all right, we're good. Yeah, exactly. Oh, good luck. Good luck team. Good luck. Um, 
So we kind of briefly just said Sandoval. Let's dive into yeah. the Sandoval story of it all. Number one, the fact that Ariana had to be in another room with Sandoval, it just pains me. I feel bad for her. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they just filmed a whole season and she had to deal with him all season, but like to see the two of them in the same room at BravoCon just like made my skin crawl. Um, and he walked out that first day in that stupid ass skirt. Let's talk about it. What is he doing? He's so annoying. Like he is just 40. Like, (laughs) what are you doing? I feel like right after I remember thinking this myself right after like the whole thing went down and paparazzi, I'm doing quotes, paparazzi came and like followed him around. Like, no, you were calling them every single time just to be like, yeah, um, you know, I wish the best for the shut the fuck up. Be quiet. Um, he to me his outfits looked very like Harry Styles like I don't know what he was doing he was wearing like the bell bottoms and like yeah. rainbow sweaters and like necklaces and I was like what the what it. are you trying to do right now like just stop and so I feel like he just thinks he's the coolest he still is the narcissist nothing's changed about him not um, one speech about him and just like seeing him walk on stage and like his little strut just like really pissed me off but I just felt bad for her to just have to because again like this this is their real life but like also yeah. this is work yeah. um so that was just uncomfortable for me and I felt bad for her but there was a story that came out after the first or second night that said that Sheena and this became untrue about Lala but like that yeah. Sheena and Lala were in the same suite with Sandoval that that night hanging out together um and I don't think that the Sheena of it all was a lie I think that that was the case and Sheena came out and said, yeah, well, I was just, I had to ask him about some stuff. So Sheena, I feel like at the end of this past season really became sort of like our hero, the way that she talked to Sandoval, she she was like, really like you, you are so ridiculously wrong in all of this. And the fact that you don't think that is insane. Like she really came for him. And I remember sitting on the couch with you watching it. We were just like, dude, Sheena, like she crushed it. Yeah. I think she's backpedaling a little. She's getting into both sides. She's trying to be from what it seems like, like right now, this next season is going to be like, we're not going to like Sheena. That's what I think is going to happen. I think she's trying too hard to be in both groups. And I don't know what the intention is, but what are your thoughts on all of that? So I saw another clip that was like, the bars had closed. Yeah. So she, and she was like talking to a bunch of below deck people was hitting it off on like you know new friendships and so everybody decided to go back to Sandoval's room and continue the party continue the conversations personally for me um if that was the room of choice I'm going to bed (laughs) I also like at the same time like I am also very much over the whole Sandoval of it all like I'm I'm not saying like by any means he doesn't deserve this but it's like it's the same thing over and over and I kind I don't want it to like I don't want anybody to backpedal but like I want it to just kind of like end but yeah like let's move on from it yes like let's move on but let's definitely not forget but personally I don't care I if you're talking to the below deck cast be like hey let's go to my room like I just don't I wouldn't have I think it looks bad to Ariana and like Again, this did happen like a while ago, but, it, and she is thriving and doing, you know, better, but obviously some of these things are definitely still triggering to her. I just think as a friend, you should be like, oop, oopie. Like, again, it's BravoCon is a job. You're meeting new people who, you know, are in the same business as you, but like, 
I just wouldn't have gone to Sandoval's room. I wouldn't. I and just it's think, like yeah, she should have made a better decision. I don't think anything necessarily bad happened or anything, or I'm no. sure she was. And something that Sheena said was like, well, I was there to defend Ariana's name. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, babe, but like, why are you putting yourself that, in positions like... like that though? I don't know. I just, I feel like, I feel like Sheena is such a flip-flopper and I feel like I've really been riding for her the last couple of years. Yeah. And now she's flopping right back. And I'm like, you need to, you need to have an opinion and you need to stick to it. And yeah. I'm not saying like, like, I agree with you. I'm over the sand of the scandal of it all. Like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. But at the yeah. same time, if you're going to, if you're going to be on all these platforms and do a press tour on how you're Ariana's best friend and you're her like ride or die, yeah. you shouldn't be in a room with her ex that she like, come on now. I think I like, and I will say if you're, if he's with new people, he's definitely going to like try and sell them that it wasn't that bad. It wasn't his fault. And so from that standpoint, like I get it. If you want to be in the room to defend her, sure. but I would, I would get it more if it was like Lala. You know, like Lala's going to stand there and she's going to be like, this is what happened. Fuck that person. Mm -hmm. Like, I would be like, okay, yeah. Like if, like if Lala was in that room, okay. Zero questions asked because I know that she really would be defending. Like she's not doing it to like make herself look better where I feel like Sheena was just like, well, I had to do it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, I think everybody also saw what happened. Like, I mean, this season of Winter House that just, premiered like Tom Schwartz is on there and everybody like it was his first like I mean it had just happened it was his first like time out of LA to go and he was like late he was a few days late to the house but like people there were like whoa like we heard like that's crazy like how are you like people know what happened I don't Mm -hmm. think like go to his room to defend but it's also it's a little it's a little wishy-washy it's a little bizarre I don't know. I am I am curious to see how the season goes with Vanderpump because obviously they have call times. They need to be together. Right. They need to be able to film together in a group. And I think um, Sandoval was just on a podcast. Oh, Katie Flood and Malia's podcast, oh, the yeah. Low Deck Girlies. Um, and they just posted a clip yesterday that was he was basically saying like, going to the season, I was, you know, I felt like the new kid in school. I felt like the weird kid that like nobody wanted to be friends with. And the first day of filming, uh, they were like going on a boat or something. And they, he like sees all of them at the end of the, or he couldn't find the group to like go meet them. And he's, you know, at the end of the dock or whatever, I don't know. They were like, Oh, Hey, we're over here. And he was like that feeling of like being the new kid, but like then being welcomed back into the group felt so good. I was like, who the, who's welcoming you? Like, who is that? What are you, who are you talking about? So I'm just very curious how the season plays out with all of this. It's going to be very interesting. I wonder if Ariana's boy will be on. um, Yeah. And like how all that will go, but yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm also just tired of talking about it. So we'll, we shall see. Shall see. (laughs) Um, All right. What else should we discuss? Okay. I have, did you see the clip of Jennifer Aiden snapping back at the fan? Yes. Okay. So at BravoCon, all of these fans get to go up to the mic and ask, you know, their Bravo celebrities, their questions, get to make comments, which is so fun. I think that's so cool. They get to do that. Um, some people have really good questions and like really kind of like stir the pot, which I think is so funny. 
And then other times, you know, it's just genuine questions. And someone made a comment about like, Garcelle, like I really appreciate how you like talk with your kids, just like nice things. Yeah. Okay. Well, this fan came up to ask Jennifer Aiden, why or like how I want to, I don't want to ruin it, but it was basically like, how does it feel to be so far up Teresa's ass? Yeah. <laughs> and everyone Everybody's in the like, crowd is like, whoa. <laughs> and so she gets up and she's fired up. Jennifer's like, oh, Jennifer's like, and Jennifer I goes, um, I'm sorry, but like, if you have a good friend, you're going to defend your friend because they defend you and they love you and you're going to do whatever you want, blah, blah, blah. And then called her like big boy, like in her clap back to the fan. Big boy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. So like Jennifer, babe, <laughs> good. Like, I think that the end of like filming for Jersey, obviously we've heard rumors and it's gotten like crazy and there were fights and people had to be separated and then filming at a stop for a little bit. So I think she's definitely riding that high still. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I think she's also very tired of people being like, like here's Teresa's bitch. Like you'll do whatever Teresa says. It's just, but like, but it's, is it not true? Are you not, are you actually like, like, where was the lie though? Where was the lie? Yeah. Like, where's the lie? (laughs) But yeah. When she said that, I was like, oh, oh, Andy was even like, oh, oh my God. Oh oh my God. Okay. I am very, when does Jersey come out? Because that's one of my favorite franchises. And I feel like there's so much going down in Jersey. The, yeah. the other big story from BravoCon was the fact that Margaret and Jackie are no longer talking. And no. that is the most shocking thing of all because, well, Jackie kind of got the boot a little bit last season. She was more of a friend of instead of an actual housewife. Yeah. Um, just because like, and I like Jackie, like to an extent, I think she's fine, but I don't think she has a lot to like give. Yeah. Um, She's like fine. And like in Jersey, you can't just be fine. You need to like really be able to bring it. Crazy. And I am shocked. I don't know what happened, obviously, but the way that they both separately talked about it was very, it just seems sad to me. Yeah. Well, Jackie was like, mm, I'm not really sad because they were both separately asked about it. Mm-hmm. And Jackie, Jackie's response is like, no, uh, like, I'm not really sad about it. Like, and this is how, like, she was talking to mm-hmm. like the, the rep- the reporter in quotes like whoever was asking her the question and she's like no I'm not really sad about it like it kind of just like is what it is and they were like well is there any chance of like you guys coming back together she was like eh, like I really just don't think so like I think you'll see it play out this season but like no and then they go and ask Margaret and she's like yeah I'm torn up about it she's like yeah. this is suicide. that's like one of my best friends that's family to me and you're like okay whoa like what happened then? Because Margaret's side, she was saying like, I mean, the truth will come out. She'll she's, and they both said, you guys need to watch it to see, but I'm really, I'm well, Margaret, Margaret said something like Jackie is someone. I don't know if she said the words Jackie's like now closer to Teresa or the fan did, but she said, yeah, that she Margaret's comment was like, well, Jackie's basically doing that for relevance yeah. more so to like get probably a fucking yeah. a position on the show again, yeah. like to yeah, be a housewife that. again, yeah. which is so crazy. We obviously know Teresa and Jackie's relationship over the last few years. Like, Rocky. 
that friend like for that to be a friendship would be mind-boggling so well, they've been commenting on each other's instagrams and like hearts 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 like mm-hmm. it, it is it's you're like wait a minute what's going on so interesting it's i'm ready for jersey i'm ready for jersey let's jump in to the next story this actually just happened yesterday or this story just broke yesterday but monica is now suing monica from salt lake city is now suing heather's beauty spa um over some botched work so have you been watching this season what are your thoughts been so far because this season is very interesting to me so this season i i'm finally like yes like yes we have an interesting season i feel like salt lake has been hit or miss each season it's just been like boring it Mm -hmm. really has i think like the reason for it andy was even like um because who was asking was it who was asking Andy? They were like, why haven't you guys been going on any trips? Like, why is it Salt Lake going international? And Andy was like, uh, for the last few years, I think, you know why we couldn't leave the country. <laughs> and it's like, I'm so happy that the, like the Jen Shaw is finally behind us. Um, cause yes, it was like a crazy story that was actually like literal, like real life, crazy, like fraud. But I'm also like, I, that was just, there was nothing, nobody was giving anything. So this season I'm like excited. It's drama. I was like, okay, we have, you know, Angie is now like, you know, prominent. She's in the front new friend, Monica, that she's bringing on. And then Monica is like, you know, getting her story time. And I at first felt really bad for Monica and I really didn't, I, I felt bad because I think her mom is crazy. And I think her mom is doing everything for the spotlight yes but then the recent episode I'm also just like Monica is and again I don't know her full like childhood upbringing her backstory all that kind of stuff but like she's just seeming like a big like baby to me like a big like whining and like woe is me and I get it if you have like um you know not perfect upbringing and a traumatic upbringing like I don't want to take away from that, but also use your time on the show wisely. Like, and the, okay, also another comment that was made, I forget who was asking Andy the question, but he was like, I think it was Michael Rappaport. I think it was. I and he was love like, him. love him, love him. I think he was like, but I don't know if it was him. So I don't know. But one of them was like, yeah, why is Monica even on the show? We watch Housewives to see the glitz, the glam, the you know designer bags everywhere the millions of dollar closets he's like what's monica why is she i get it it's for the drama but at the same time i'm like wait yeah well it's kind of giving gina from oc i feel like it's because yes there's a the a big reason why people watch housewives is like the the aspirational aspects yeah right it's like oh like they have all these birkins like how cool like how fun they're glitzy they're glam whatever monica bought a bag specifically for one of the trips to show that she has some money um i think the reason they probably brought her on was and it seemed very messy at the beginning and now it's not even like a topic of discussion was just the fact that she used to work for jen shaw so they were like oh let's just keep the jen shaw that kind of going a little bit but now it's like, they don't talk about that much. No. Um, and then I also think her whole like affair of it all was very interesting. Like she had a, an affair with her, her husband's sister's brothers, whatever. Like in, it was like husband's an in-law to the in-law. Husband. It's her brother-in-law. It's her, it was her husband's 
sister's husband. Yes. So it's like, okay. At the beginning, I was like, damn, she's bringing a lot to the table. She's a single mom. Now she has all that kind of backstory. And now I just feel like we're not getting into that. And it's, it is sad because I think her her relationship with her mother is very toxic. I don't think yeah. her mom is like a great person. I think, and also her mom came on social media to defend herself of Ooh. dropping your kid off, and then we were all like, "Okay, but like you did do that, like yeah, like that wasn't a good look, sis." Yeah, I was like, like she's hey, trying to basically the story was like Monica was twelve and her mom dropped her off at her neighbor's house and basically go like went to leave and pursue her dream in New York and like left Monica behind shortly, like years after her father left her. So she just felt very abandoned by her mom. She felt just like discarded, totally valid because that's exactly what her mom did. And I don't think her mom has any remorse for that. I think her mom has a lot of issues all like just regardless. Like, yeah, I just, I felt bad because there was the scene with the two of them at that restaurant and her mom just it does seem like everything her mom does is for the, for the cameras. Yeah. Like she doesn't know how to act. So she's like giving all the emotions and she was like, okay, you've yelled at me. You've cried. Nothing's working. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. That's how I felt, especially at that scene at the restaurant, because she was so over the top. She was in Monica's face. She was yelling. She was like, and she like was calling her like a motherfucker. Like she's like doing these things. And I'm like, wait, you're still her Like, if you want things to change, why are you doing it? Like, why are you, what? Like I, I was, I had like secondhand embarrassment from that scene. Yeah. And I was like, I was very much on Monica's side right there because then she was like, she was very like calm, cool, collected, but also trying to make her make the point of like, yeah, you did do this. And like, mm-hmm. if you want to change, like, this is where this is coming from. And, um, but did you watch the most recent episode? Like with, um, uh, uh, Whitney's daughter's birthday. And then Whitney. No. Oh my God. I thought I did. I thought I watched the recent one. Did it just come out yesterday? Uh, like two days ago. Shoot. Okay. No. Okay. That's okay. But like in the most recent episode, there's a scene where Whitney is having like a pop-up event for her like jewelry and she's in the store. They started off with like a mini sound bath. So she's at the front. She's these housewives love a sound bath. Love a sound bath. Personally, I could never, I could never sit still that long and listen to that sound. I think I, I would just be laughing the whole time. I would, that I, mean, is- I would just be giggling. Yeah, we would, we would be giggling. <laughs> um, but like, so there's the, this, store is packed and it's like definitely all randoms and then you have lisa who hates monica angie and monica in the back so three of them are in the back of the store and lisa and monica are going jab for jab but it's so annoying and i honestly like i wanted to turn the tv off because i was like i can't it's like it's like siblings who fight who always need to have the last word so it was like lisa was like and the sound bath is going on. So Lisa's like whispering. She's like, don't talk to me. And Angie's like, or Monica's like, well, don't talk to me. And it's like, well, I told you to stop talking to me. And it's literally that tit for tat. Like it's, and I was like, oh my God. And at one point, Whitney's like at the front. She's like, hey, can you guys shut up? And I was like, oh my God. One, just disrespectful because it's, you're at your friend's event. Like cut the shit. It's mm-hmm. not a good place. Like everybody. and. 
God bless the camera men and women of Bravo. Cause they are like focusing on like different people, like throughout the store. And they're, everybody's like turning and looking like, Oh my God. Oh my God. And I'm like, this is so cringe. Like you guys are literally fighting like toddlers. Yeah. Monica is, I think Monica's kind of right now. Cause we're almost like, I guess halfway through, like, I think she's just scrambling. Like, I think she's, yeah, she doesn't know what to do. I think she probably had an idea of what she wanted to do on the season. and just didn't go that way. And she's, she's losing a little bit. Angie is also someone that's so interesting to me. I don't really, the way that she talks seems like she's reading a script. It's almost like teen mom MTV where like they had to read. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is about the way that she like communicates, but it's so, it feels so scripted, feels so fake to me. Yeah. Um, I feel like she's a fine per like I don't not like her, but I just get thrown off by the way she talks. And I, I feel I feel like she's the same way where she also like in that kind of argument, she always needs to have the last word as well. Like I yeah. I just feel like that's how these these girls are. Like all three of them just it feels weird to me. But yeah. the lawsuit of it all is yeah, so crazy. Yeah, sorry, let's circle back. Let's go back to that. Yeah, because <laughs> I was like, okay, wait. So the headline is that Monica Garcia sues Heather Gay's company Beauty Lab for botched injections on her nose and lips. Dun dun. Okay. It began in August when Heather's company Beauty Lab and Laser filed a lawsuit against Monica for breach of contract of good faith and fair dealing. The Salt Lake City Medical Spa said in the docs that Monica signed a contract with them on December 10th, 2019 to pay $2,400 for cosmetic injections injection services according to the court docs ex- exclusively obtained by us sun monica only paid the initial payment of 449 dollars which included the 49 setup fee and 400 down payment so now i'm like what is going on beauty it lab just, also put out a statement i don't know i didn't yeah. see it but beauty lab just said on? like this is not like nothing was bosh and i like for housewives that have businesses like heather's is legit it is pop in they have multiple locations it's not just like a a housewife job it's not like it's it's a real business that is like doing very well but like and has like clients outside of housewives like this is you know something that she started and is like booming anyway but like I just don't think like seeing Monica on the show and then seeing this headline I'm like mm-mm, mm-mm. Monica definitely is not paying Nothing was botched. I can promise you nothing was botched. Like, like, I want to see photos. Like, I want to know what you're like, referring also, to. So I need what, to see, that's like, what I, thought. I was like, if you're going to come out with these accusations, show the photos, Sh- release your before and after show where it's botched. Let's see it. It's weird that we haven't seen that. I'm sure that's next. Well, I also think that there's a reason we haven't seen it. Yeah nothing was botched or we're not getting the whole side of the story. And like, maybe whatever plan Monica was on, you know, you have to sometimes depending on like what kind of filler you're going to get, I don't know, like you come in, you know, twice, maybe she was like wanting two things done and she only came in for one of the certain, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe it wasn't all, it didn't all fully happen yet, but again, we don't know. We don't know. And I was just like, if I was going to, I mean, she also was like, when she first came on in the first episode, she was like, yeah, I used to watch Housewives. And like, there's just not a, there's not a woman that's going to come onto the show that hasn't seen the show. You're just not, you, you, For you, sure. know, you know what you're getting into. So like back it up, babe. 
pull out the receipts. Like if you're going to go and attack a business and your friends for something that was botched, show the pictures. Mm -hmm. And it's not like you can't show the pictures. It's your nose and your lips. So beauty lab, or I guess, sorry, Heather posted a post and it said, you know, beauty lab and laser. It's a phenomenal business, blah, blah, blah. Um, the last paragraph says this lawsuit in the press has no merit. And it's unfortunately a pattern of behavior from a desperate woman who, when unable to pay her bills, lashes out to avoid accountability. Yeah, I agree with that. Ooh. So very curious, very curious how this will play out. I feel bad for Monica because I feel like things are just she's losing grip of everything. It seems like, yeah. and she just doesn't yeah. know what it is. She's almost just like drowning a little bit and she's just trying to grab anything she can. Um, but I think it's crazy to like get into a lawsuit where like, I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Crazy. Um, but yeah, I will say like you were saying at the beginning, Salt Lake is so much better this season. I feel like the last, like, I feel like the first season was really good and like came out with a bang and, and then, then since two, then like, it just went seasons it just downhill yeah I was like especially after last you know I was like season I was like I I think I even told you I was like I don't even know if I'll watch next season yeah. it was just so awful but like now these views are up baby it's so good They're up this season I'm living is- for it oh yeah um okay so I feel like at BravoCon it was so cool I'm like acting like we were there but it was so cool to see like all of our favorite people from all these different franchises and shows and spinoffs in one room, like also meeting each other, also kind of fangirling on each other as well. And I feel like there was a lot of little like romances blooming because everybody has crushes on everybody. One of my favorite things ever. And one of my favorite people on like the Bravo sphere is captain Jason. He's from blow deck down under Australian. God, a gem. (laughs) <laughs> a gift to the world gorgeous God perfect extra time on him he really did um oh, and I just love so him bad. and I love him and Asia um his chief yes. too I feel like they have such a good relationship the ongoing joke is the fact that Captain Jason cannot put his right contact in if you see him and he's not wearing glasses just know that he only has one in because he can't do the other eye which TJ reminded me a little bit of a red flag. I feel like if you're a grown ass man that can drive a boat, you should be able to put a contact in, but like, okay, hold on TJ. Don't come. Hold on for captain Jason. He loves, it's so funny. He's super into below deck now and he loves captain Jason. He's now getting to know captain Sandy a little bit on med. So I'm like, let's go. I love Sandy. I love all the captains. Glenn. So good. Glenn. Um, but so many people, I feel like fan were fangirling over captain Jason Lala in specific. And then captain Jason was giving it right back. And he, he was, was asked, he was asked if you could like get with any Bravo liberty, who would it be? And he said, Lala. Mm. What? Immediately. Yes. Imagine going from stupid Mr. Randall to captain Jason. They both have one kid. They understand the life of parenting, even though Captain Jason never sees his daughter. But yeah, I feel like they're both. I feel like Lala's weird, and I feel like Jason, like Captain Jason, likes weird. He does. Like I feel like he'd be like down the clown, and I feel like that's who Lala is to her core. And I think this could actually work. Yes, I think so too. Somebody also said like on the um uh 
well, it was like a mix of people. It wasn't just Southern charm because, um, Sheena was there, but, um, Olivia was asked about, Oh yes. About who she would. And Mm -hmm. she was like, I don't know, like captain Jason. And she's like, but I saw something about like him and Lala. So like, uh, like no. And Sheena was like, wait, I was there. Like we all got in the car, but like Lala went home. I can confirm she didn't go home with Captain Jason. So then Olivia was like, okay. And I don't know, like I love Olivia from Southern Charm, but I just feel like Captain Jason and Lala make a little bit more sense. I agree. Yeah. I want, again, for, for like Olivia, I want, and it's like same for like Lindsay, like we said earlier, they're two totally different people, but like, Olivia needs a strong man. She mm-hmm. needs a man. She doesn't need to question. Oh, first of all, we all do. But like, she needs a man where she doesn't have to question a single thing. She is like secure and like validated in all her feelings in her relationship. And she she needs a man. She needs to mm-hmm. know that like, he's got it. And um, that's obviously not what she had. But so I was like, oh, I wonder if anything has happened or like any communication between Olivia and Captain Jason. But Ultimately, I like, I would really love for Lala and Captain Jason to like be a thing. Could you imagine like, okay, Captain Jason's doing a charter season. The primary is Lala brings on a couple of her girly pops. It's like a girl's trip. And she like goes up to the, she, we're there. We're in the twin bunks. (laughs) Lala goes into, (laughs) Lala goes into the bridge and she's like, Hey, Hey, they would just. I can't. Let me too much. It's too much. This fan fiction of mine is like, it needs to become a reality right the fuck now. It needs to be a reality right now. And like, Andy, make it happen. Andy, make it happen. Okay. Another couple is this, you have Shep and Gigi. What's going on with Shep and Gigi? Oh my God. So like, I saw this clip again. I have no, I miss like, um, I miss, I miss Gigi. I also saw that she was like, now I'm going to botch this. She was like, there is, she feuding with MJ and forget who she was feuding with. Okay. Mm, Forgot that. But I like, I miss seeing Gigi on my TV. Mm -hmm. I miss the show. I, it might be coming back. Um, But she was on the couch and she, Somebody, when it was like a small clip, it didn't give us much, but she was like, they had asked Gigi about Shep. And she was like, she like gets up and like tries to like run away. Cause she's like, Lindsay's like asking her like all these questions. And um, she was like, I mean, yeah, like Shep's come out to LA a few times. Like we've hung out. And Lindsay's like, did you, did you, have you hooked up? Have you? And she was just like, I've gone to like visit Shep a bunch. He's come here. Like, I don't know, like maybe. And I'm like, what? That's literally all I have. That's all I have. But it has literally shaken me ever since I saw that clip. Because I was like, Gigi and Shep would just be wild. Definitely not a pair I would ever put together. But- Crazy. I just love the like- the meshing of like franchises and shows. Like I'm like, I would have never really, I mean, she's hot. So like totally get it. But like, that wouldn't have been my first thought. 
No, also like Gigi, you could have like any man, like Brian. No, literally hot. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Hot. Also, like for me, just Shep is just dirty. Like, love him. Like, love watching him on my TV. I think he's funny. He's good. Also, he's more than forty. He's (laughs) older, and also he just feels dirty to me. Like, I just don't want that. I'm like, no shame in your game, but like. For me personally, that I, I don't even want to know the number. I don't want to know. He said on last night's episode of Southern Charm, he, there was like a clip, they were at a winery and like, Craig was like, you guys are just like built different. He was talking about like Shep and Austin, because obviously there's the whole drama with like Shep, Austin, Taylor, and Olivia. And like, Shep was like, yeah, cause we're dirt bags. And I was like, yes. That's a perfect way to describe yourself. No, for sure. You were like 40, 41 years old. You act like you're 22, mm-hmm. a literal dirt bag. Like he's not. Yeah. So like for Gigi to like, I don't know, be like, oh, we're hanging out. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Like Even like Brit from New York, like the new New York. I feel like she made a lot of comments about Shep. Remember on Watch What Happens Live yes. before? Like, it seems like these women are out for Shep, which is so crazy just because if you know Bravo, you know Shep and you should know better, right? You would think. I love what you just said. If you know Bravo, you know Shep, you should know better. <laughs> it's put that, somebody put that on a shirt right now. I'll buy it. Like I'll buy it. That's the title of today's episode. <laughs> Honestly, if you know Bravo, you know Shep, you know, you know Shep, you know better. Like, um, ladies, what, are just, we doing? what are we doing? Queens? Come on. Um, okay. So, uh, kind of wrapping things up. I think it was, first of all, I love that we attended BravoCon. I think love we should definitely do it again. Go back next year. <laughs> I really do hope it's in Vegas because I would, that would be so fun. Dude, we have to go. Going. Um, but Michael Rappaport, who is like one of my fit, I just, he's an actor. We know him. He's in like comedy, whatever, but he's just one of the most unlikely Bravo fans in the world to me. When I told my boyfriend that, or when I told TJ, like that he's into Bravo, he was like, that's probably the funniest thing I've heard in my whole life. And to see him on watch what happens live, like he'll have one time he was on or wait, I think he was on, yeah, yeah. Around like Scandal, he was on yeah. Sheena's podcast. And I was like, I'd never yes. listened to her podcast, but I had to listen to it. Yes. He interviewed her on her podcast. That's how much he's into it. Cause he's like, well, I have a question about this. Like, what do you think about that? Like he was, Literally. he's so invested. And so he hosted a couple of the, like panels and like parts of BravoCon or whatever, but yeah. he's so fun to watch. He's so into it. And it's like, Bravo is for the people, you know? Bravo is for the people. Like I love it's, it. Yeah, Bravo gives us everything that we need in life. Honestly, it is like BravoCon was our Super Bowl. I I feel like this is our sport. Like the way that we know, oh, it's a sport. So much. It's like constantly. You and I are sending each other all the stories. We're so involved. Like it's so great. I feel like these episodes are going to be so fun. Okay, so like. Surprise, surprise. We're probably going to do these a lot more often. Um, hopefully you guys liked this episode because I had so much fun just like chatting about everything. I feel like I really want to bring the Bravo and the pop culture back into my episodes instead of just yeah. keeping it on Insta. So this is so fun. This is fun. This was obviously like a third of like what happened at BravoCon, but these were like the top stories. And then it's like, 
the pop culture Bravo world, it's going to give every week. So like, it never ends. It never, it never ends. ends. There will be nothing like we will not run out of things to talk about. Not once. I'm so excited to have you on and just like dish it out with you because it's so, you know, just as much as me, if not more. So this is always <laughs> like great. And I get to um, see your face because we don't live together anymore. And stop it right now. Don't make me cry. It's weird that we're not doing this on our basement couch, huh? Yeah, I really don't like that. <laughs> miss that couch also. I miss it. Ever. But like, actually, now you have the comfiest couch ever. But um, no, I miss that. I really yeah. do. Sad. Well, we're just going to do this as much as possible. I think we'll try and aim for like two, um, two episodes a month. Yeah. And if something happens, we will do an emergency podcast. Like if something emergency big conference, like Mr. Barstool president. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Emergency press conference will be going on. Um, but yeah, this was so much fun. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for chatting. Stop it. Thanks for having me. <laughs> the one, the only Rachel Blake. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm sure we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to Girl We Gotta Talk on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. That way you never miss a new episode. You can also follow Girl We Gotta Talk on Instagram at Girl We Gotta Talk Podcast and on Twitter at GWGT Podcast for live tweeting and all your favorite pop culture updates. If you want to watch full episodes, check out Girl We Gotta Talk on YouTube and find all of your favorite episodes over there. If you like today's episode, head over to Apple Podcasts, hit the five stars or leave a review and let me know what you thought. I seriously love hearing your feedback. It really means the world to me. Thank you guys again so much for listening. Talk to you guys next week. Bye.